Hello and welcome back to The Daily Royal, a podcast that covers the daily events of all the European royal families. Today, it is officially the relaunch, rebrand, quote unquote, all of those things of The Daily Royal. So as we talked about in the teaser episode last week, uh, today we are coming back with a new um, plan, schedule, etc., all the things uh, in which we are going to cover one royal family per day instead of all six of them every day. Um, so we're going to cover like a week's worth of events in one episode for each royal family. The episodes are going to go up Monday through Saturday and that is the way this is going to go. I am very excited about the changes. Um, I also uh, decided that today with the relaunch would be when I added like a professional microphone and start working a little bit harder on the editing and all of those fun things. So today, so every Monday is going to be Belgium. That is when we are going to talk about all of the events of the Belgian royal family and just kind of go into all of the details of those events. However, that being said, um, (laughs) the Belgian royal family had literally no events in the past seven days. Um, Aside from a spring concert that hasn't aired yet and I actually think was done on the 1st of April um so not even in the time period that we are really talking about which is April 4th through April 10th so what I decided to do instead and this will be the same if there are um, families who have like a small number of events of events if there are families who've had like a lot of events in the past seven days that we're talking about then we'll talk about that Um, but in this case, obviously there haven't been that many events. So I put together kind of a list of all the major things that have happened, um, since the last time I recorded, which was at the beginning of March, um, for those who are newer, um, basically I have been a sporadic recorder since the beginning of the year, um, after doing this really diligently for two years, Um, I don't know what happened. I have a day job that like took up a lot of my time, um, and still does, but like I have found my way around that, um, with scheduling and just being a little more balanced is the hopeful word that I'm using. I'm not sure if I've actually reached balance or not yet, um, but I'm definitely trying So that was the last time I recorded was like March 6th or something like that. Um, And so I wanted to basically just do a recap of the Belgian royal family since that time. So at the beginning of March, we were living in a world where the Ukraine-Russia situation had really just gotten started and things were kind of crazy, Um, which is a a weird time to think back on. because obviously that is still how things are right now, but also a little bit different. Um, and so to go back that far was very, um, it was interesting. That's the word I will use in this situation. Um, so we're going to March 9th. Um, this is where King Philippe and Queen Mathilde visited a like the Red Cross Center, um, it's not just the Red Cross, but like the humanitarian center in 
Belgium that is taking in Ukrainian refugees. So this is kind of the week that we saw a lot more royals getting involved and like visiting places and doing um, a little bit more outreach in terms of what was going on um, in Ukraine and how the world could help Ukrainians. Um, So they visited the emergency center for Ukrainian refugees that is run by the Red Cross and other organizations that do a lot of work in that field. Um, Around the exact same time, it was announced that the Crown Estate, which I don't think is actually what it's called in Belgium, but that's what I'm going to refer to it as in this situation, um, had opened up a several of their residences, of the royal residences, um, to be used for refugees, which sounds amazing um, and is amazing. I'm not going to discredit that, discredit that. However, what I realized is these homes were already being used to serve um, the community. And so while it is exceptional that like they decided to open them up to refugees. Like that is in and of itself an exceptional thing. Uh, it is not um, all that surprising given that these homes were already uh, used in a social service way. Um, but I still think it's great that that is how that is happening. Um, it is still definitely really, really important that those things continue to happen. Um, I will point out that they are not the only royal family who has done this. Um, I believe the Dutch royals have also done this. I don't really know because I don't talk about them anymore, but I believe they have done something very similar as well. Um, so then we have like a good break in events. Um, you know, things were happening. Uh, ambassadors were being, you know, presented, things like that were happening. Um, just not major events like, um, I want to be talking about in this instance. So then we get to March 20th. So we have like an 11 day jump. Um, and this was possibly the first day that I was like, wow, I wish I were still recording so I could talk about this in real time. Um, we had King Philippe and Princess Elizabeth. So Princess Elizabeth is the heir to the Belgian throne. Uh, she is the crown princess, quote unquote. That is not what she is referred to. She is referred to as the Duchess of Brabant. Um, but she visited with her father um, the emergency services and station um, of people that were aiding in a pretty horrific uh, car crash that happened Um So there was a vehicle, there was like a festival kind of thing going on in a city in Wallonia. um, And there was a car crash into that area uh, that killed six. And so that's obviously in and of itself super devastating. Um, But um, there is no but. It's devastating. And so we have talked about this a little bit before that when there are things like this that happen, um, particularly in Belgium, they step up really quickly. Um, You know, there were floods back in the summer of 21. And like the Belgian royals were there on like day two. Um, And so this was like the next day or even the same day. 
um, that the Royals made an appearance to thank the emergency service workers um, and just kind of be there to lend their support. So and the the big deal of this, of course, is that um, Princess Elizabeth was there and in a working capacity, um, which, you know, is nothing in comparison to the tragedy that these people experienced. But for the intent of this podcast, it is a major deal um, because this is like one of the first events that she has done as heir to the throne outside of like the very traditional events, national days, etc. Um, so this is like a major deal um, in the way that her future is being laid out right now. Um, this is also the reason why um, they announced where she was going to school and that she was going to the UK um, was so that she would be close by the uh, schedule of the college that she is at is very accommodating um, to the work that she needs to be doing as a royal. Um, and so she was able to do this um, and it was a massive deal. Um, and it gave me a lot of hope for the things that we're going to talk about next. However, I was sadly let down, uh, which is okay because again, I don't put a lot of pressure on the young adult heir to the thrones um, or the not even adult yet heirs to the throne, um, because they are basically children. Uh, Princess Elizabeth is 20, which is an adult, but she is still in her education phase, and I am not going to pressure her to be a working royal while she is also getting her education. That is not fair. That being said, I was very hopeful that she was going to partake in the next events, and she did not, which made me sad. Um, so anyway, the next day, March 21st and 22nd, um, there was a state visit from Austria to Belgium. So the president and first lady of Austria visited Belgium. Um, this was a pretty laid back state visit. I wasn't surprised given the nature of the global just the state of the globe in general. It was not a shocking development that um, this was a lower key state visit because um, obviously there's a lot happening in the world and it just made sense for it not to be a super massive visit. Um, that doesn't mean I wasn't sad that there weren't like tiaras and things like that, but of course I'm going to understand that act of diplomacy uh, given the context of the greater global picture right now. So um, there was no formal state dinner. It was a much smaller, like, black tie, much more, not casual, but casual, no tiaras, no ball gowns, nothing like that, um, dinner at the Castle Lake Inn. Um, it was nice, but it was not, like, a pull-out-all-the-stops-state-visit kind of thing. Um the Belgian royals are doing a state visit to Greece uh, at the beginning of May, which I expect to be a little more um, intense, but maybe not massively so, again, given just the ongoing state of the world. So that was the 21st and 22nd. On the 23rd of March, uh, King Philippe, Queen Mathilde, and Princess Elizabeth took part in a meeting about uh 
took part in a meeting about the situation in Ukraine with kind of like four experts on the situation. So they talked about um, the events that kind of led up to the Russian invasion um, as well as the now impact on the global community and not just like the very direct impact that we're seeing on the Ukrainian people, but what is happening to the global community right now as a whole as we are watching Russia invade Ukraine. So um, that is, again, another big milestone just in terms of the way Princess Elizabeth is being introduced into uh, royal activity because um, these are the the two things that she has been on are very educational and very important. So I appreciate that that is what they are focusing on. Um, and also, what a way to be informed on the global situation. Um, you know, I personally also dove in to figure out what led to this and what happened. And I've read a lot of books and I've watched a lot of documentaries and I've done as much research as I can to figure out why this is happening. Um, but to have access to experts on on that would be really great. I'm not going to lie. Um, so that was a big event. Um, on March 29th, this is something that in most royal families we're going to be touching on. Um, because it's just a, a thing that everybody went to. Um, so March 29th, um, in London, the Belgian royal family, so King Philippe and Queen Mathilde, attended the service of Thanksgiving in remembrance of Prince Philip, the Duke of Edinburgh. Um, so this was held at Westminster Abbey on March 29th. Um, and it was a time for the British royal family, foreign royals, um, the British government, like heads of government and, um, other charities and organizations that had been impacted by Prince Philip, uh, to come together and remember him, um, in a way that was not COVID restricted. Um, because as I'm sure all of us remember, um, his actual funeral, was um, limited because of the global situation or the <laughs> the global situation in terms of the pandemic um, because there are a lot of global situations right now, but in specifically the pandemic on this one. So King Philippe and Queen Mathilde attended that um, as well as a slew of other foreign royals, British royals, obviously, um, and yeah, that was, you know, lovely and wonderful to see a collection of royals all together um, for an event like this. Um, not specifically for this event, but it was nice to see them all together at a global event. So that is... Um, pretty much what was going on. They have also resumed province visits, which I expect we'll see a lot more of during the working periods. I will say um, on the f near future horizon, there is not a lot. Um, Belgium and some other countries basically shut down the week of Easter, um, which is officially this week as we are 
coming in. Um, for those who do not celebrate in the Christian faith, that is fine. I personally am, was raised that way, but like do not practice. And um, today is Palm Sunday and it will end with Resurrection Sunday next Sunday, which is Easter. Um, so this is officially like Holy Week. Uh, in Spanish, it's Semana Santa. Um, the whole country basically is going to shut down. Belgium is a country that is very much rooted in Catholic faith and the way the schools run and things like that are going to be based on this Easter break, as are most countries. Um, so things are going to be rather chill in Belgium for the next little bit. Um, they do not have any scheduled events for the next week. I have not decided what that means yet for an episode next week. I am sure it means there will be one. I just do not know exactly what it'll be like. So with that, um, that is going to be the end of this episode. I will be back tomorrow with an update on the British royal family um, from the past week um, and any other updates that may need to be addressed because they are a relatively quiet royal family as well with um, some of their younger members out um, because of that Easter break as well. So with that, I'm going to end this episode and I will talk to you all tomorrow. Have a fantastic Monday.